this week on See with Queen and Jay. Can self-care be careless? Does critiquing men make you uncomfortable? Bad wigs are fun. Misogyny is not. And stop beefing with your grandparents. Enough. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Yo, we're podcasting. What's up? Um, Why do you look sad? That's my Did face. You? That's oh. my face. Tired of people asking me what's wrong. My face is like that. Okay? If I'm not smiling, my face is like that. You look like my dog when I'm getting ready to leave the house. Concerned. Afraid. You bitch, you're not concerned or afraid. I wasn't sure if you were starting because we've had oh. so many false starts. So I was like, I'll just wait. Oh, yeah. We're, I'm ready to start the podcast now. <laughs> okay. Let's start. Yes, let's do it. All right. Welcome, Welcome to, to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Ew. All right. Yes. Solid. Yeah. How are you doing? Girl. I'm doing good. <laughs> Girl. Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh-huh. My energy is up now. Okay. Uh, We have been at uh, Wig Crucifix Studios babbling. Yes. So my spirits are, you know, spirits are lifted. That's the spirit of the Wig Crucifix. Right. That's what yes, that is. That is. Got into my bones. Yeah. It's that good energy. Right Hallelujah. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't shun us, folks. Oh, don't shun us. Um, how are you doing? I was like, is she gonna ask me how I'm doing? You know, I get after thinking I was sad. Sorry, you said you wasn't, so I moved on. So, but how are you doing? doing? I'm great. Good, Jay. Good, yes, you look good, and I'm not sad. Okay, okay. Should I just smile now? You remind me of those white people who just always think that I'm about to do something because I'm not smiling. You do be about to do something though. Most of the time, no. I manipulate someone else to do what I'm thinking. There you go. Because <laughs> I'm a Virgo. There it is. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that you're not angry. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, podcast, you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag TBQJ. We love if you use it on all the social meds. We will retweet it. We will like it. And then you can find other people that listen to Tea with Queen and Jay on that hashtag. Also use the hashtag pod in, and that is a now listening hashtag, and that allows other people to know that you are listening to Tea with Queen and Jay. That is right. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Mm-hmm. This is a spot of tea. We get in, we talk our shit, and we get out. Yes. There are less segment breaks in this episode. We do less segments. Um, it is still a produced episode of Tea with Queen and Jay. So it allows us to do a show. Once a week, since we are a team of, of two. two, even though we're sitting in the room with Sam, but <laughs> <laughs> for the majority who's, of who's, the who's helping us of the podcast, who helps us often, but uh, we are a team of two. Yes. So yeah, yo. So this is Spotted Sea episode. Queen, do you want to tell the people what libations are? Yes, I do. So libations are where we pour some for the homies, the ancestors, people, places, and things that give us black ass joy. We shout them out. We show them love. We give them praise. All of that good shit is where we do libations. That's right. And we like to start off each episode with this good motherfucking energy. Yeah. So um, what yes. is your libation, Jay? 
My Libation is the upcoming Boston Comics in Color Festival hosted by Comics in Color. And uh, Boston Boston Comics in Color Festival is a free con that's happening on Saturday, April 4th in Boston um, at the Reggie Lewis Track and Athletic Center. So just to give you some background, the Boston Comics in Color Festival is a free family-friendly event for all ages focusing on creators of color and stories by and about people of color. This event will be the first of its kind in the, in the city of Boston. It will include event headliners, special guest speakers, panel discussions with working artists and writers lectures, workshops on comic art and writing, character design, comics collaborations, topic-based group discussions, and artist alley for comic creators to share and sell their books, materials, artwork, etc., cosplay contests, live art, and more. So this is a new con. I, I talk about this um, every now and then, but mm-hmm. how important I think it is to support your local con. Yeah. Especially ones that are free, where you don't have to come out of pocket for an experience that you don't know like what it's going to be, be like or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. if it's new. So this is super important to support creatives of color, especially in whatever city that you're in. Um, and so this is going down in Boston. There's actually a GoFundMe if you want to contribute and help this con happen. Again, it is going to happen, but this is their first event. So um, as much support as we can give is important. You can visit comicsincolor.org for more information and to RSVP. And we'll put the link to their GoFundMe in the show notes as well. So you can like check them out and see what they do and what they're about and if this is something that you're interested in if you are somewhere and you can't get to boston for this event definitely consider contributing and google your local con there might be a comic-con type event in your area Mm -hmm. that you just don't know about because there's one like happening somewhere almost every weekend and you don't want to rely on like the super big cons for your comic book fun and shit like that yeah and then it's not something that's centering you in a way mm-hmm. um so it's cool to look for something that's kind of centering you in a different way right right you oh you mean the larger other. cons don't yeah, always exactly. center people of color yeah, right so. right right yeah you know so on. check that out um oh and libations to kagan loose who is one of the founders of this con and who of uh, comics in color he actually does um was it lunchtime comics oh okay yeah yeah he I've drew that, that illustration yeah, of, of us, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah so libations to kagan and i'm That's excited cute. about this y'all i want to see now all i feel the more connected to it oh before i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> this is why people want to know what's wrong with you because you are up to something i am a sociopath okay that's just what it is all right it's hard for me to be connected to things oh, sociopath. <laughs> so funny okay all right, what are you libating this week? So I'm going to pour libations to Sam. Oh, my gosh. And this is awkward for me because they're here and I don't like connected to them. <laughs> you just said you felt more connected when you realized you knew the person. Yeah, but they're now. not. But they're not. In oh, here. they're not looking at you. <laughs> they're not oh, in the room. Okay. I'm going to look at both of you and make this real awkward. <laughs> and me and, me and her are both weird. Totally, <laughs> totally weird. They're looking at each other's eyes, guys. Which is funny because I'm lying. They're really trying hard not to. Not to look at each other. So funny. (laughs) But yeah. So (laughs) I'm pouring libations to Sam because Sam gave me some sandalwood and some frankincense. That's Mm -hmm. how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, From when she went to Cairo and I started burning them and Mm -hmm. I I love it. Um, 
And it's more cost efficient than me buying candles. Like I'm a, I buy a lot of candles and I'm like, this habit of mine is getting a little expensive. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to jump into that. It just makes me more sense. And then I like my house smelling like I could tell your future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of like the vibe okay. that gives off and shit. So yes, thanks, Sam. I'm patient to you. And okay. I have another scent to burn in the apartment. Yeah, it's really sweet. Exciting. And it's so easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, like, the, the little thing stops burning, the little candle, and then I don't have to feel like I have to blow it out. It's, there's less responsibility oh. there. I love it. Oh, Thank cool. you for this world, Sam. <laughs> I appreciate it. I want to join. I have Sam, Sam gave me some too. I just I put it on my altar, but I haven't used it yet. But I can still smell it though. It's, it's, it's really, really good. So I think that's going to be my my new wave when it comes to like scenting my house and stuff. So yeah, salvation to you, Sam, yeah, and thank you. And I'm gonna stop looking. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> oh, awkward niggas. Yeah, I love it. Love an awkward black girl, like, you know, that uses chapstick and everything. Still awkward. Yeah, we still mo- we are moisturized. Moisturized, awkward black. I love the ones who don't use chapstick too. I'm just saying it's different types of awkward black girls, you know, and they all deserve our love and attention. Okay. Um. All right. I enjoyed that. Yes. I enjoyed watching mm-hmm. it. Uh, donations. We here at Tea with Queen and Jay podcast yes. are able to survive and thrive off of the donations of you, the listener, and... Are you a pastor? What if you are... That? if you Yes, I am. If you are white, <laughs> if you are white, you owe us money before you turn this podcast on. Okay? <laughs> and now that you are listening, you owe us double. So, Queen, <laughs> yeah. please tell white people where to send their money and the other people of color who listen to this show who should just like and the black men support us and the black men yes who take our language all the time and use it for profit because people don't listen to black women and you profit off of the shit that we say yes all of that so yeah yeah tell them where to send the checks (laughs) and why we need them queen who writes checks um that's a good question (laughs) okay so you could donate to tea with queen and jay bye Go onto our website, twithqueenandjay.com, and you slide down on our homepage, and there's where we give you two options. Two! Our first option is our PayPal option, and that is where you can put however much you want, whenever you want. No commitment there. And then our second option is our Patreon option. And that is where we are asking for $2 a month. $2. You can give more or less. That is up to you. We give you options. But just $2 a month. And that helps sustain this podcast. Keeps it going. No special goodies or gifts. The goodies or gifts is hearing me and Jay's voice every fucking That's right. week. Another way that you could donate to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast is by subscribing to this podcast. Whatever platform that you are listening to us on, make sure you subscribe Rating and reviewing our podcast, that is another way to um, donate to Tea with Queen and Jay. These are actually non-monetary ways to donate to Tea with Queen and Jay. Write about us. Tag us in those posts and people ask for podcasts. Tell a friend. If you just tell two friends about this podcast. Two. You can like. (laughs) (laughs) You said two. I know. But every time I say two, you're going to be like, you know someone in my office. Well, everyone listens to the podcast in Mm -hmm. the office. I said two. Someone was like, two. (laughs) And I'm like. I didn't even get it because I'm like, I'm at work. That's not what I do here. That's funny, yo. So, yeah, it's really annoying. influence is broad. Shout out to Christian. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, just two friends telling about this podcast, and that would help spread the word of this podcast and also help with the dismantling of all the systems that we talk about. So if you want to dismantle it in you, you should also want to dismantle this stuff in other motherfuckers. So tell a friend. Mm-hmm. I was like one word. Oh, motherfuckers. I like that. That's how you know, motherfuckers. I like that. No, you said other motherfuckers. Oh, oh, motherfuckers. Oh, motherfuckers. You're right. That I like that. Oh, motherfuckers. That was, oh, all, that was oh, all one word. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're right. I like that. Right. I'm going to start writing it like that now. Mm-hmm. Oh, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are the ways that you can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay. I like that. I like that. We actually got invited, as I mentioned last week, we got invited to go to PodFest, which is in Orlando, and that's happening at the beginning of March. Our tickets to PodFest are, well, I don't need to say that. Uh, We want to go, but we need to be able to fly there, and we need somewhere to sleep. So if you have somewhere for us to sleep, as in you want to pay for our hotel, as in you (laughs) You have an Airbnb, Airbnb. you will not be there, and you want to like hook us up, right? Not the shared not pillow on your bed we don't want to we don't want to sleep with you to you we don't want to be with you <laughs> <laughs> we don't we, just we, need- we only want to be with you in spirit so <laughs> um yeah so we would definitely appreciate your support in that we also have our free events coming up this year as we do every year we have pod and live nyc the largest black podcast meetup in the world taking place and we want to be able to keep our free events free, free. so your donations help us to do that yes so we have a lot of shit going on. Your support helps. And yeah, yo. So Word. break us off that coin if you can. Yeah. Um, PayPal, Patreon, white folks. You should just really like set up like your direct deposit. Like, you know how you can set up your direct <laughs> deposit for <laughs> savings, checking, you know, just create another savings account. For T with Queen with and J. Direct some funds towards yes. there. And then every your two weeks or whatever you should get be paid, creating can, assets you know, for other people. That's all I'm saying. And that's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. Saying. That's what we're saying. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, if you'd like to hear your ad on Tea with Queen and Jay, email us at tea with Queen and Jay at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, womanism, black feminism, black hair, or some shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast. You swear you Oprah. You are not podcasting. <laughs> Or if you'd like us to do a live show or consult you or your team, send us your T-mail at twithqueenandj at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us individually, we've also included our Amazon wish list links in the show notes. Ooh, say that seven times fast. Wish list links. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> Never mind. I don't even then. think I can say it once. Okay. Well, was, that shit is in the I show notes. I my lip piercing doing weird shit. That shit is in the show notes. Please feel no pressure to um, support us in that way. And we know that Amazon is the axis of evil. So it's just there for your yeah, convenience yeah. if you want to use if it. If you want to use it. That's right. Choice. Um, choice. You got choices. Donation libations this week. We, once again, we're recording a bit early. So if you supported us in the past week, we will be sure to shout you out next um, the next on the next episode of this yeah. podcast. Yeah, possibly next week. So we're supposed to come back and do an episode next week as we do every week. But just a quick heads up, we might take the week off because Queen is traveling. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you want to yes. tell us where you're going? No. Okay, that's fine. They're if not we friends. can. What? <laughs> They're not my friends. That's harsh language. You don't want to sleep with them. <laughs> They're not your friends now. They don't need to know everything so about me. Distance. They don't need so to know everything about me. Anyway, okay. so if we can get a show done before then, uh, we will. That's the plan right now. If not, then we will catch you all the week of the 24th. But again, the plan is to get a show um, going in between now and then. 
If not, we'll see and you. We'll see you month and, and on the twenty fourth. We love you. No love lost. We don't want to sleep with you or tell you all our business. We but don't. We do. <laughs> Maybe Jay does. Love and fuck I with don't. you. I mean, I would tell y'all where I was going because I just tell my business to anybody. <laughs> Anyone who will listen, it doesn't matter. You know that I'm one of those people that tells you their business, but you know nothing about me really. I just be telling. I just be talking. I just like to talk. All right, you ready yeah, to let's, move on? Yeah, let's do this show. What? kind of see you drinking i'm drinking mint tea kind of see you drinking i'm drinking that bodega tea again <laughs> honey ginger it's some type of powder a powder tea it's a powder it comes in packets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you have it here in your house yeah. is it actual honey and ginger mm-hmm. okay it's convenient i get it why are you judging like you ain't just drinking today <laughs> what the fuck's happening every time i go to the bodega <laughs> Give me that powder. <laughs> I want a powder packet of that. Like just looking at her with judgment to face. I'm like, mm. you just drink that. <laughs> Fuck is happening? I don't bring it in my house. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what I'm saying. I said mine first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, So, Jay, what are your pronouns? I said mine. No, that's why I asked you. No, I said my tea. Yeah, you just, that's how we started talking okay, about this powdery shit. Oh. Tea, All that. right, well, we're good. Yes, you were saying? Pronouns, please. Oh, <laughs> my pronouns are uh, she, her, they, them. What are your pronouns? She, her, and what are you affirming for yourself? I affirm a life full of abundance, mm-hmm. health, wealth, and financial stability. I affirm sensuality and baddiness. I affirm that I am not a lady. I affirm that I am enough. My apartment is paid for. My rent is paid. I'm self-employed. I'm paid. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. My schedule is flexible. I don't underquote myself or undersell myself or underquote my rate. I get my rate. I affirm a brand new MacBook. Somebody sent me a link on um, Twitter for some refurbished MacBooks. I retweeted it. It's good information. Not for me. Yeah, I was like, not for me. but, um, you know she is Tommy Strong, Sean, Shaw. That's his name. Who? He ain't got no job. <laughs> Tommy Strong. Tommy was Strong. it Tommy Strong? Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't got no job. Jay is Tommy that Strong. That was cute. I don't have $800 she either. ain't got no job, man. Either or either. <laughs> neither and neither. Okay? But no, I appreciate it. I reshared it for anybody. Maybe it helps somebody. But um, and I wish I was in your account. I wanted to unretweet it. That's funny. <laughs> sometimes retweet stuff as a way to ignore it we're like okay go back to my life what was i doing i'm watching bojack this is not helping my friend that's what i saw no but thank you thanks for playing um (laughs) but no i i I do i affirm a new a brand new macbook pro with all the toppings all the fixings uh and um yeah that's gonna show up i'm gonna own that no you are you are that's right and i affirm that i am healthy what are you affirming for yourself this week i'm affirming that i'm a bad bitch i'm affirming that i'm enough i'm affirming that i'll be self-employed wealthy mm-hmm. financially wealthy without mm-hmm. trauma um and ethically wealthy ethically wealthy yes explain i don't think that exists but like like how do you get wealthy in a capitalistic oh society? you want to be wealthy by ethical means yes. I, I thought you wanted an abundance of ethics <laughs> <laughs> i was like nigga what are you talking about <laughs> This is why people say we're too woke. This is why people don't like to use the word woke. Because niggas like you up here talk about being ethically wealthy. That's not what the fuck I was fuck saying. I was not saying that. Take a I'm nap. saying whatever wealth you can get okay. that also is aligned with ethics. ethics. Got it. I was like, you just want mad ethics? For what? what? 
calm down. You gotta relax. You gotta relax. Oh, I get confused. No. Okay. No. I would have said abundant. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I also affirm that I am well rested. I mm. affirm that my hair and fashions are popping. I'm trying to figure out what my next hairstyle is, so I really need Ooh, that to happen. Ooh, I'm excited. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out because mm. I need to take this shit and my hair out. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have a color in mind? Oh, no idea. Mm. It actually really depends on what kind of time I have next weekend. What the hairstyle? Oh, this will be. is gonna be your travel hair too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You gotta do it for the weather then. Well, at this this time of year in that place, it's like this. It's like springish, like the seventies. Mm-hmm. Like looking at the weather, right? Um, so it's not like I'm like thinking about heat in a crazy way and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I don't know. According to an Uber driver, he told me it's a great time to go. Then I thought he was going to kidnap me, but that's another. How did we story. get there? No, I wanted because he told now. me. Okay, well, he told me he had a company that sold underwear. No, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, uh, whatever. So he starts showing me the underwear, and I'm okay. like, I'm, it was like, and it wasn't like, like I guess it was like underwear, not like lingerie. It was like purpose underwear, like yeah. put these shits on and discharging them, you know. Like, mm-hmm. so I didn't feel like totally awkward. Like if it was like lingerie panties, I would have mm-hmm. been like, motherfucker, pull the fuck over. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but it was like bloomer, you know. Like, it was yeah, like whatever. Okay. He's like, yeah, but I have this company. We're trying to distribute it and just stay. So I'm like, okay. Then when it was time for me to get out, he was like, I have some. Do you want some? I have some. In the, and it was like a truck. Like, not a truck, but like uh, a, a SUV. He's like, I have some in the back. You want to look in the back? the back? I'm like, no. What <laughs> 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 No, I don't want to go to the back of your car and get penny. Okay. And I was like, don't do that. Because <laughs> 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 I do think that I think. Because of our exchange, yeah. I, I think he really thought that it was okay. Right. I'm like, don't do that. People right. are being fucking kidnapped and sex trafficked. Yes. Don't do that yeah. shit. And he yeah. was like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like, whatever. This is like, you heard the story about that um, older black dude that was gonna, that was offering the his passenger to smell like some peppermint to open up her she said she was sick like like congestion yeah so the, basically what happened was so she complained that her uber driver was like being inappropriate with her and like trying to maybe like murder her or some shit yeah. or whatever you know with gas or whatever the fuck she thought was on that napkin and he was saying she got in the car she was sick and he was suggesting as like a holistic thing to smell no, like some yeah, peppermint to like open smell this or open yeah. it or whatever so that kind of confusion she thought it was chloroform and she was right kind of and then after like they kind of he cleared it up and like she refused to like take that down like she i think she had posted it on social media okay. and his picture uh, his family hit him up like uh what's going on <laughs> <laughs> it was like all over Facebook. Oh so anyway, gosh. that was a good warning. Yes, I'm like, like, don't you can't whatever. be doing that. And I do like that. It was in front of my building when I was about to go in my building. This guy was like, "Yo, you good?" <laughs> like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I like your building. <laughs> like you good? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. He didn't come across the street to say anything, but he, mm-hmm. <laughs> I noted that. But whatever. Right. Yeah. So back to my affirmation. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. So I'm always forever installing new holes. I always affirm that. Affirm it. Uh, I affirm that I will find a sex buddy mm-hmm. that would add to my sexual pleasure. Mm. I'm having a lot of good self pleasures. Yes. Going really, really well. Okay. I was telling Jay the other day how I need to like put some additions in my sex box mm-hmm. and have a sex box that I've been neglecting. There's an ice box where your sex box used <laughs> to be. <laughs> it's like I'm here all night. <laughs> 
that was a good one. That was a good one. But yeah, it's like really neglected. And so mm-hmm. I'm like concentrating on that again and my self-pleasure stuff and all of that or whatever. My self-pleasure rituals and shit. But I would like to add someone to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I affirm that. And I also affirm that... I'm about to read yours. I also affirm <laughs> that. You can affirm those things. I don't care. That I will be abundant as hell for mm-hmm. 2020. So, yeah. Abundant as hell. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to do it. Baby, how you feeling? Abundant as hell. <laughs> That's a good one, though. I like that. Oh, Sam's not amused. <laughs> I know, but it was funny that you were it. That was making me laugh. Oh, All right. Whoa. That was great. Uh, yes. I like those things. Mm-hmm. I feel affirmed already. Um, let us know what you're affirming for yourself or just affirm them for yourself and to yourself. We like to start the show off with that shit. Yes. To, you know, things that we say on this podcast often happen for us. It's just an extension of like the ways in which we can put good shit forth in our lives. Yeah, you and gotta, lives, you so. gotta speak it into existence. That's you right. have to say it to believe it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's do it. I love it. Let's get into some tea talk. Queen, what is on your motherfucking mind this week? So I'm on Twitter because, you know, I'm still working over my addiction. Mm -hmm. Trying to whatever. It's been good without having the notifications and stuff Mm. and muting people and all of that. It helps me not like be reactionary Mm because I like to. I think I like to yell at people, but I say social media does that. But no, I think I like to be like, no, I think that's that's me. That's not Mm y'all. So for me to help that is like I, I yeah, yeah, okay. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I come from a really, you know, violent place. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'm on Twitter and I saw someone retweeted into my timeline. It wasn't a harmful tweet, but the tweet kind of provoked something in me. Um, it made me annoyed instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tweet, which is actually pretty innocent, is this. Um, I cancel plans to spend time with me. It had lots of like retweets and shit like that, whatever, whatever. And canceling plans, I don't have any issues with that. That's not mm-hmm. a problem. I don't have, that's not my beef. But I think what that provoked in me was like people who ghost plans, mm-hmm. people who just flake. Mm-hmm. And then um, a lot of times, because a lot of the conversation is about owning your space and time, that I think that people attach those things together. Right. Where it's like, no, you are not canceling. Like you're actually being a flake. Mm-hmm. Or like you're not even, you. I think I think because we're pushing to make sure that people honor themselves, that we're not thinking about the other the people on the other end of it and mm-hmm. how you're treating the people on the receiving end of whatever you're doing to affirm your safety, comfort, like not safety, but I guess comfort mm-hmm. in that sense. So I kind of want to push the conversation for people to think about how you're affecting other people when you are ghosting plans or flaking plans or um prematurely saying yes to mm. commitments that you sometimes in the moment know you are not going to, you know, like right. stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought of somebody. <laughs> I have, I have, actually I don't, my friend group right now is pretty much not, but I not like that. Mm. But as I'm, like I said, trying to like, um, get newer friendships or make newer connections and mm-hmm. the connections are hard for me yeah. that when stuff like this happens, it's a trigger for me. And in my mind, I'm just like, okay, nope. 
Never yeah. again. Never ask this person anything. Right, Never like right, that's been right, right. that's like the trend for I me. I had somebody try to cancel plans on me after inviting me somewhere that required like me to do stuff in preparation to go. Yeah. And then the day of the event, they were like, "Uh, I'm not really feeling it. Um, do you think you have somebody else, else that to wants go? to go?" I mean, I'm like, "You mean someone else who can hire a makeup artist today?" <laughs> yeah, now this is an event like, event. Somebody else who can buy a dress or owns one right now? Yeah. Do you know who I am? <laughs> no i didn't have a dress for this i yeah. got one because you needed somebody to go with you anyway yeah so yeah i'm talking about you sorry they're probably listening yeah no i my head i was like she listens <laughs> i mean she that's what happened so. To this. Mm-hmm. so yeah i kind of wish the conversation would move more so to like it about being about it being okay to say no mm-hmm. when uh, someone invites you somewhere right. like if we if we talked more about like honoring or, and it being okay for you to say no and no not being something negative mm. and no being like you affirming that like no you know mm. like i think that we think no is this heavy harmful horrible word yeah. because especially when you're a marginalized person no limits access we hear no a lot and no is associated with the limiting of access that a lot of us receive mm-hmm. in this world so we think that that's what it is for everything i think so i, I just wish that people kind of would be a, just a little more conscious of the people in your communities that you are falsely saying yes to and then like mm-hmm. ghosting later or right. flaking later like right. these are you're usually doing it to someone in your community mm-hmm. who also has limited access who also has to maybe get a babysitter who also has to maybe um allocate money for the whatever event y'all was going to who mm-hmm. also has to like move shit around who also have to yeah. may have to request time off for work who like all of these things that mm-hmm. people have to just move around because a lot of us do not own our time right. that we're not thinking about when it comes to our relationships with people Mm -hmm. and i think that because of everyone is all about not everyone but the conversation about self-care is so much about honoring yourself that we're forgetting about honoring our communities and making Mm -hmm. sure that we are treating them with care in that way as well because there's usually the person in your community that you are going to affect when you are in quotations self-caring in that way in a way to retreat from white supremacist patriarchal capitalism Mm -hmm. you know yeah so like i kind of want the conversation to like Woo forward. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a person who, if I'm not gonna do something, I'll say no. Right. If I'm gonna cancel, I'll try to give as much time as possible because mm-hmm. I know how much moving around I have to do for me to even do things. This is the first time in my life right now, the job I have right now, I've had for like five years. It's the mm-hmm. only time I've had a job where I even had weekends. Right. That is not the case for lots of people. Mm-hmm. That was not the case for a lot of my working adult life where I had weekends off mm-hmm. and my Saturday was just like mine right. in that way mm-hmm. so I, I don't know i just i just wish i could see people be more conscious of like what you are doing to other people mm-hmm. in terms of like you know canceling is because i was prioritizing me or yeah, like that's weird you know what i mean it's weird because i have i have done that before done what canceled to prioritize myself yeah which is right which is something that happens like i think it's a human thing to do yes like sometimes you really you thought that you could do it yeah but the that was the day of and you're like oh and you're like dreading every second of it and it would actually probably be worse if you went yeah you know but, but i find the i find the positioning of like the way like that's not something that i would ever celebrate because really it's an accident exactly because my intention was to be able to do what i said i was going to do and now i can't really do it and so while it's important that i prioritize myself in this moment and cancel these plans Mm -hmm. 
there's something about there's something about saying it this way on social media like it's a, a like it's something to celebrate. Thing. Yeah, it's that's not. I don't I don't really know how to like I don't think I should feel shame no, that I had shouldn't. to cancel. Um, but I wanna I wanna know it just, that it feels inconsiderate of the people that you had to cancel on to be like I don't know. No, celebrating but I think it's way. because and I'm thinking of you you and I's friendship. Right. When you cancel on anyone, there's still consideration and care that's happening. Right. So you're still considering a person's time. It's not like an hour before whenever yeah. y'all supposed to fucking meet. Mm-hmm. It's not um fucking you won't just hit them up and hope they don't hit you back. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. There's still a level of care and a level of like caring about the community and the people mm-hmm. around you when it's like, look. I know there's even like some ap- apology, not to the sense of like this person's time is more important than yours, right, but right, it's just right. like, I know I'm making a shift in your day. Mm-hmm. You know, like that mm-hmm. is very, to me, very different yeah. than just like kind of like the ghost or the flake. Mm-hmm. Cause I've canceled plans myself, but mm-hmm. I'm a try. I'm, a, I'm usually like, I had canceled something yesterday. Um, cause I kind of overbooked my day, which is weird. Cause I don't do shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I canceled yesterday, but like hours before when I realized what I was doing, I would not finish in time to do that and do the other thing I wanted right, to do. Right. And they were like, yo, thanks for telling me so early because and I'm, in my mind, I'm like, because this is not a regular occurrence mm-hmm. for people to like, oh, thanks for telling me so early. Now I could do this right? type of thing. The expectation was that I was going to hit him probably an hour and a half, mm-hmm. an hour before. Mm-hmm. 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 You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just yeah. like, I just wish that we, especially since we are trying to dismantle shit which is fine. And I think a part of like saying that you're doing it because you want to prioritize yourself or because you want to spend time with yourself is totally Mm -hmm. fine. And I get it because you are, we're all marginalized and we're Mm -hmm. all trying to like keep ourselves safe from something. So I totally get that. But I think within that process, have more care with the people in your community because you can be hurting them and affecting them in certain ways too. You get what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my my thing with that just kind of just like the whole celebratory like i'm putting myself first and it's great i put myself first all the time but i Mm -hmm. think it's important to care about the other people that you are like that just affects yeah there should be some more consideration and generosity and care Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. i shouldn't have to like text you to see if we're still doing something and then it's like oh yeah are we doing that yeah it's like what it's like it's like i'm dressed yeah and you know what i mean like what the fuck is that you don't know what my day was you don't know what i had to like Mm -hmm. so bitch could have borrowed money to go out because they just really Mm -hmm. needed to go out and like fucking do something yeah right so like i'll tell you this though if i have my makeup (laughs) on once i have my makeup on and you cancel we're not friends anymore oh i stopped being friends with someone because this is this is early 20s i thought he was like 22 Mm -hmm. i was dressed i was about to get in the cab Mm -mm. motherfuckers called me Mm -mm. never spoke to the motherfuckers again and you know i'm quick to cut people off Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. what no what that's not cool no we're not not friends never never Mm -hmm. spoke to them again but like that's that's not how you treat people that's the thing too you're not treating people nicely when you do things in that way and i get it everyone has their days that might be a day where you're like feeling depressed and out of it and totally get that but it's Mm -hmm. like i think it is considerate even within those spaces to say something yeah you know what i'm like to say something yeah yeah 
I'm just thinking I have a friend that like I just know when we agree to do something, they might not go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have, I have to I just plan around that. Like I might not never hear from them again. So <laughs> I follow up with them. <laughs> I'll follow up with them. Like one time we agreed to do this thing, and I was like, "All right, we was talking that day. This means nothing <laughs> to that person. I know this person enough to know that that conversation meant nothing that to them. Oh gosh. They were all gun ho that. So then I followed up with them. I was like, "Hey, I know we talked about this. Do you, are you interested in doing that? I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, let's do it." Do you think I heard from that person ever again? I went because I already knew. Mm -hmm. I already knew this conversation also means nothing. Yeah. (laughs) This follow-up conversation I'm doing (laughs) means nothing. (laughs) See, I can't do that. What's wrong with that person? I can't do that. I just would never ask that person to go anywhere because it's... It's kind of funny to me, but it's kind of... Like, I don't like it, but it was like, I just... When I make plans with this particular person, Mm -hmm. I just know... This I have to be cool with going by myself or I have to invite another person. Which I totally get. I think for me, my issue is that is like, can I trust you? Like you can't even right. be honest about where you can and can't be yeah. and blah blah blah. It makes me not trust you. Yeah. I am not your mom. I'm not gonna give you a beating yeah. because you're not coming, because mm-hmm. you don't show I'm not gonna do any of that. Like yeah. you a grown ass person with your own adult shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna understand. Mm-hmm. So it makes me not trust other things. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to consider what mental health things might be at play mm-hmm. that could make some, make it better for somebody not to communicate at all. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand. But. Or, or, cause I totally get, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't have to my knowledge. I'm mm-hmm. going to therapy. <laughs> so they'll, they'll let you know. <laughs> I'm <laughs> waiting for the papers. <laughs> Send them to my email so I can be like, I so, knew it. To my knowledge, I, I don't knew have, it. To my knowledge, okay. Um, I don't have any mental illness. I know that I do not like suffer from like I want to say suffer. I do not have like chronic depression mm-hmm. or anything like that. So I don't want to speak out of turn right, either. Right, you know, I'm right. talking from my neurotypical ass mm-hmm. space, so that's not my intention. Um, so I know that there are people who kind of like for lack of a better word, disappear and reappear mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. So I'm not talking about those folks. Um, and I think that um, from my experience with knowing knowing people who have done that or have lives like that, mm-hmm. I have a friend who, who does that. I know that as him and I know what it is because we've had that conversation. Right. So I don't take it as personal. But I think if I think... And that's not my expectation to know people's mental health. That's not something mm-hmm. you have to share with me. But there is some shit on the receiving end that I right. still feel when this shit happens. Right, right, you right, know? right, 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 right. So, yeah, I just, I just, I think, I think it's kind of what you said. I don't like to see that celebrated. Like it was some victorious, yeah. like affirming empowerment mm. type of thing. Right, because it feels like empowering at the expense of someone who could also be let's because let's keep it in the framework of mental health yes. right somebody who could also be dealing with the mental health thing and maybe your plans were supporting that their positive mental health yeah. like maybe okay i need to do this and i need to do this with someone else and this person has agreed to support me in this and now you're canceling to spend time with yourself okay i guess i get it uh now maybe that's sending me into some sort of like exactly i'm or not okay ma- now maybe I... and we're celebrating this on twitter yeah yeah, it's yeah. just like it's strange and I th- I feel like it's something that's also marketed a lot to women because mm-hmm. we are supposed to like always be like not serving ourselves mm-hmm. so it's supposed to be a disempowering thing that we're like now putting ourselves first right. I guess right. in whatever way that they're trying to say that but it's like I still feel that there are healthier ways 
to do that mm-hmm. and healthier ways to express that and healthier ways to like not really celebrate but healthier ways to communicate that in mass right you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. y'all let us know what you think about that because i'm still kind of processing that processing i think that's thinking, interesting yeah. yeah i don't like it it hurts mm-hmm. my feelings because mm-hmm. i don't like people right and then if i want to spend time with you <laughs> those are a lot of steps for me mm-hmm and then you just disappear mm-hmm. i don't like it yeah don't do that to me mm-hmm. i'm fragile i just think it's funny that <laughs> i know this conversation means nothing to you and <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's do it never hear from you again ever again no, oh god like they don't ask me about the event nothing <laughs> It's like it's comical to me. It's comical. Oh god! It can be comical because I know that person's gonna do that. But anyway, Mm -hmm. that's not cool. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Yeah. So on that note, Jay. Yes. Want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a breather, and we will come back because we are not going to be taking care of ourselves. We're not. We're gonna go. (laughs) There's gonna be a short break, and then we'll be here when you get back. back. We will be here on the other end of this because we we wouldn't leave you hanging. Yeah. Money, 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 money. Money. Do you know what this year is? Um, what's this year? Well, it's 2018, but do you know what 2018 is all about? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like giving black women your money. Yes, give black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, yo. Okay, okay. So So. how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes, yes. We do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. week. Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website, tvspeenandj.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two! Can, two! You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again (laughs) all the time yes and we're black all the time as promised yes we return we are here we're here this is where i said i would be and here we are so a few episodes back on the podcast we were discussing uh representative ayanna presley yeah and her coming out as somebody who lives with alopecia Mm -hmm. she is currently bald and we were discussing um, her being i guess a champion for natural hair or an image activist in the realm of natural hair in the sense that a lot of black women don't see themselves represented in public office yeah and she is representing with natural hair with natural Mm -hmm. like black girl hairstyles and shit like that so we had that conversation and in that conversation, um, because because Ayanna Presley released this video or 
her statement was a part of this video that the root did and she was talking mm-hmm. about her experience with alopecia and she referenced her husband kind of saying that she didn't have to come out and make the statement mm-hmm. and she was like no i actually i feel like i do have to come out yeah. and make the statement so his point was what, what we were talking about on the podcast his point was that he didn't she didn't owe anyone an apology and her point was i might not owe anyone an apology but these are the reasons why i feel it's important She's, as of she said that right what i'm just being i, I believe that she did no she did she, she did, did. She we'll, did. and we'll put the link to that video in the show notes once again um because we got a response from someone who felt a way about the way that we addressed um ayana <laughs> presley's husband but yeah so what we were talking about in the podcast basically was the ways in which that men can be dense to some of the issues that black women deal with, right? Yeah. And, and that whether or not Ayanna Presley owes anyone an apology, we could understand as somebody who, you know, little girls are walking around in t-shirts that say my representative mm-hmm. wears braids and, and yeah. like that's, mm-hmm. that's, it means something to yeah. people. We could see her as a black woman feeling like some responsibility to share why she is no longer rocking those braids that meant so much to Mm -hmm. so many people. And was it just to clarify, it wasn't that. Did he say that she didn't own apology or she didn't own explanation? Sorry, she didn't owe anyone an explanation. explanation. Okay, she didn't owe anyone an explanation for why she is wearing different hairstyles now now and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so we had jokes and we had commentary for uh, the fact that the husband, the husband <laughs> would not be tapped into why she would feel compelled to, to share this information, this and to share explain this, this right? Yeah. Um, and so this is a email that we received, and you want me to read it? Yes, I will. I feel like you would do it justice. Okay, <laughs> let me put my fiesta goggles yeah. on. <laughs> My thespian, my thespian energy going. All right, subject. Ayanna Presley's husband was right. I knew right. you'd do it, Jess. Okay. Come I'm on. trying to think if that's the accent I want to use. But that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. <laughs> I love y'all so much, just to start. Also, yes, I am a brown-skinned, unambiguously black woman with natural hair who has also dealt with alopecia. I was surprised y'all came for Ayanna Presley's husband so hard. I don't know if he's ignorant to the politicization of black women because I don't know that nigga. But I do know that Ayanna Presley, black woman congressman, though she is, does not actually owe us anything. Least of all, an explanation as to her appearance, as to her physical appearance. I would honestly hope that her husband would be there to remind her that whatever choice she makes about disclosure should come on her terms, not just because the rest of us niggas demand an explanation. I don't care how many black girls look up to her hair. We don't get to force her to tell us what's going on with her life. She is still an individual with autonomy and choice. And even within all the politicism of her hair, she gets to choose how to lean into that. We can't, We can't choose it for her, neither can her husband. But it makes me a little sad when we stop treating well-known black folks as people because they are people. I like to think her husband was just naming his support for her choice, whatever it was. No, she didn't have to tell us anything. I'm glad she did, but I'm also glad her man reminded her that she doesn't owe anyone anything. Because as black women, 
We are constantly forced to air out dirty laundry in hopes of making the world a slightly better place. And I don't think we get to demand that of anyone, even her. And I'm going to leave this person anonymous. Thank you so much <laughs> for this T-mail. And we appreciate and we welcome like critique and feedback yeah, and something like that. We but do. I got to say, after I read this one, my initial thought was, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you Okay. <laughs> Mom was listening. That was my yeah. That was my feeling. Cause I'm not the one, the two, or the three. Right. That was my. That was my. That's my. It body feels. Said. It feels like. First of all, I didn't feel like we came for him that hard. We did it. We made fucking jokes. We made jokes, and it wasn't. It wasn't. None of us believe that she owes any of us anything. None of us even said. Like, just listen to the podcast. It's, it's recorded. You can listen again. That's, yeah, that's how podcast that works. Well. No one said she owed anyone anything. Yeah. No one said that. We didn't say she owed anyone a damn thing. No. What we were saying was that we could see why she might feel compelled to I explain. I think that was your exact It assistance. was. To explain this to black girls exactly. who feel so connected to her mm-hmm. and her experience. She even said that though. Mm-hmm. So like you were expressing what she said mm-hmm. about why she disclosed this information. Right. Not because anyone demanded it of her. Not because anyone asked her. To be honest, I would not even know anything about this person had she not said the story about her right. hair. So my impression is that people were not at the fucking building that she does her Demanding thing saying right. tell us about the hair right. tell us about the hair no one was doing yeah. that no one was saying this was a conscious decision she made for herself of which we offered and joined support in when it mm-hmm. came to the situation like no one said anything was yeah. old no one demanded anything like i don't the other understand. piece the other piece of it is we were mimicking the sentiments I, and i'll like i said before i'll put the link to the video in the show notes as well but i felt like we were mimicking her own sentiments about her well, res- in her response yeah, to her husband, husband saying exactly. you don't owe anyone anything and she's like yeah but this is this is like this, what, is, this is why I'm feeling compelled. This, this is why it's yeah, important. Hair to me. Is this, this is other what hair thing means for right. black women. So I felt like we were at least mimicking her own sentiments of or, or what appeared to me, what I read from that video, the vibe that I caught when I watched it. Yeah. Was that she felt like he wasn't fully understanding why she might be compelled to share her story. That's with what I, but that's what I the question I have for this person is did you even watch the video or did you just go by right, what we said? Right. Did you look into this before you just yeah. sent us an email? And I don't and did this trigger's feelings in you that has nothing to do with her right. but everything to do with you. And that's something completely different in a different conversation. Can I talk about the feelings that triggered in me? Feelings. Right. So the feelings that triggered that triggered in me. Okay. If, and I don't even know if this is really happening. Okay. <laughs> but what I heard when I read this was like, y'all was mean to that man. That's what I Why heard. Why are you too? being so mean to Be that nice man? To that Be nice man. to that man. Be nice to him. That he's a husband. Her whole husband. It's a lot of men. They wouldn't even do that. <laughs> they wouldn't even say too. nothing. That's they wouldn't even care. You gonna come for him? You gonna come for him after he supported her? He was there for her. She <laughs> bald and he's still with her. Don't be mean to him. Don't be mean to him. <laughs> and that shit. 
that I that that's what I, I got heard, to was so much coddling that sent me into a fucking blind rage who this story wasn't about we had right. to set this whole story and all you got of it was that we dragged a man who we didn't even drag yeah. I playfully said husband every once in a while mm-hmm. as a joke mm-hmm. because we have some funny ass bitches that do a podcast yes. and this is what the fuck we do and I said I said she told us that in confidence we don't want to drag her husband, husband. Da, 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 da. and all you got was protect this man we gotta protect yeah, this man and that I am shaking right now. That makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> that makes me wild so uncomfortable. It was strange. It, it made me want to think further. And it was like, I don't know how long you've been listening to this podcast, but like, um, ma'am, this is the Wendy's. This is what we do. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fuck? On this show, we mm-hmm. dismantle shit. Yeah. Right? So we right. dismantle that even in his moment of support, what happened in that moment. Yeah. And him kind of just thinking that this is something, yes, something serious and personal, but not understanding why she felt compelled mm-hmm. to share this information because she knows her influence. Right. She knows that for... um. She became kind of the, the what is she, a congresswoman, senator? Mm-hmm. Congresswoman. Congresswoman who was known for this hair that's now going to be different. And people attach like this love for her with also being this, this mm-hmm. representation that they didn't have before. And, and she, even, let's, pre- let's say that that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's not okay for us to attach ourselves to people yes. in that way or whatever. If there are little girls, right, who don't have the full understanding of whether they should be looking up to this person or that person. If there are little girls walking around in t-shirts that That's, say my congresswoman has braids or whatever, yeah. I, I could see how somebody would but feel compelled like, yes. to explain how their life has changed yes. or, or share their story yes. or whatever. So yes. it, it wasn't that she owes us something or has to tell us or whatever, but we feel sometimes we feel a responsibility to one another and i kind of see what you're saying that we we shouldn't always feel that responsibility but i think that we can relate to people who would feel i wish i could put your yeah, what because, you do you're waving your yeah, hand because and you're rolling your eyes and it's great she is saying this as if we are the ones who shared what she has this person shared right. what she has this person made this decision we did not make the decision for her right. we did not demand this per- person of this or any of that that is not something that happened on the t with queen and j podcast mm-hmm. that's not podcast. What, that's not what happened here right right what like I said on this podcast, we dismantle things. So within the support that her husband was providing for his wife, we dismantle the we dismantle that he will not fully understand what mm-hmm. this means to this black woman, these black girls, and the other people that she decided to disclose this information to. He doesn't understand the gravity of that. Mm-hmm. So we decide to talk about it and dismantle that piece because that conversation with black men in relations to black women and our hair happens over and over and over again. And like I said, I don't know how long you listen to this podcast Mm -hmm. but we say at the top of every episode that we are here to dismantle shit you're Mm -hmm. not going to feel comfortable when you hear something dismantled and if that's something you can't deal with then i don't know Mm -hmm. if this show is for you yeah i'm just still very uncomfortable that you thought maybe for a minute that i shouldn't say something mean about a man that's the thing too because we be going hard Mm -hmm. okay right we go hard I say all the time, like, I I like to yell at people, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I will fight mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Like, I say that all the time on the show. Like, I'm like the, I'm the, I'm an aggressive person. That's that's the tone that people right. get from me on the show. I was mad nice. Mm-hmm. So, I don't like what people say yeah. that I went hard on somebody or I dragged somebody and I didn't even, like, raise mm-hmm. my voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Is this real? <laughs> this is not a real. Like, really? That yeah. was hard. 
that because yeah. I said husband we said husband a few times mm-hmm. and we giggled and we said how black men don't typically understand the weight and gravity when it comes right. to a black woman in our hair mm-hmm. and why we understand why she felt compelled mm-hmm. even though he might not understand why she felt compelled mm-hmm. I don't get how that's going hard on a person whose name we didn't even fucking mention on right. the show what are you talking about ma'am I also don't like I'm probably going too hard on her I don't like the implication that, like, like I just want to remind everybody. Like, I'm sorry. This is Wendy's. I'm very upset. <laughs> this is a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. And I don't care, <laughs> even though it is almost never my intention to um, be disdainful towards black men. I don't care if anybody thinks that I was disdainful, hateful, or distasteful to black men. I'm not afraid for people to decide that I don't like men. Yeah. I'm not afraid to be called a misandrist. I don't give a fuck about that. Just, I just want to make that clear. Cause it just felt like it felt like in this letter that like maybe this person who sent this to us, like felt like, like I would feel some kind of way about sounding like I don't like men or yeah, like this that's, man that's or wasn't nice we, to this yeah, man. That's not on the list that. of shit that I care we about do not give a fuck ever. ever. And, and I, I will say to you, Maybe this one time, maybe just once, that I don't hate men. And I'm just saying that to you also so that you know that I will never care if anyone thinks that I do hate them. Yeah. I don't care. And I don't care. Because it doesn't fucking matter if I hate men. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What do I do to a man by hating a man? Nothing. Why? Because I have no power when it comes to how patriarchy works in relation to me and a motherfucking man. Mm -hmm. So I can hate a man all day, top to bottom, dust till dawn. It will mean nothing. Mm -hmm. It does nothing to that man. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You know those popular people might call them black feminists, like some of them who make it a point to say, like, I don't hate men. Oh, girl. I'm not that. I'm not at all. I I don't, I don't, like, I only say I don't hate men to make the point that I don't care if you think I hate men, just so that you know I don't care about that. Like, I don't care about that. I don't don't care if their feelings are hurt while I'm sharing my message. The same way I don't care if white White people's people's feelings feelings are hurt hurt. when I'm talking about racism. I don't care if white people think I don't like them. I don't care. No. I don't care. Like wondering what show you've been listening to. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Do you, I don't care. Do you care? I don't care. No. I don't care. I definitely don't. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> ha, I don't care. And I'm so inf- I'm so offended by the implication. That I do or should care, even though we didn't even go that hard. Let's pretend I did. Yo, I don't care. That's the part that insults me because I motherfucking go hard. Right. Like I go hard. Right. I like to rip people to shreds. Mm-hmm. I didn't even do that. Yeah. It offends me to think that <sighs> you think that that was yeah. happened. But that kind of skeeved me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, to read this in my own computer. <laughs> <laughs> like, really bothered me oh god and then it it says i also interpret this as these are a lot of your feelings and probably how you feel about you and your um 
alopecia right that you don't feel you only want explanation you isn't don't. that and that's totally fair we're mm-hmm. not saying you do but this is a different story that is not you with a person who made their own conscious decision to mm-hmm. share an experience for all the reasons that you say black women don't have to mm-hmm this woman decided to do so. Right. So that has nothing to do with you. No one demanded this shit from her. No one asked her for anything. And no one on this podcast, Queen or Jay, mm-hmm. told this woman that this is what she's supposed to do. And this is what she owed. And this is, no one said that. Right. So play that shit back. Because that's not what we said. And relax. I was at a party yesterday. And instead of taking home three plates of rice, I took home two. And that's what I care about. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how much I'm upset. you care about it but don't care about it? Jay mm-hmm. don't even like rice like that. I don't even like rice like so that. So that's how much. It was really good rice, you know, but like. She cares about taken, that rice more than she cares about whether you. If I had taken three plates. Thanks, she hates Then men. I would have food for today and tomorrow. Because I'm going to go <laughs> home and eat both of those plates and finish that rest of the season of BoJack. That's on Netflix. You know? I and get, I had a little. Get into I got show. a little bit of ice cream. You got to be depressed. I got a little oh, ice yeah. cream left over. <laughs> You gotta be depressed and you gotta watch it alone. Oh, I was watching it alone. Yeah. I wasn't depressed and I was like, what am I missing? Yeah. Depression. Okay. <laughs> Depression. Okay. Got it. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna finish Bojack and I'm gonna finish eating the ice cream. I bought the ice cream on New Year's because I don't even eat dairy like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna treat myself. It's New Year's. I'm gonna have some ice cream. So that's what I'm gonna do when I get It's home. New Year's now anyway. February. Oh, right. <laughs> Right, so I'm gonna celebrate that. I still have some, um, not Reese's pieces because it's like almond butter inside, but I still have some of that left over. So I'm probably gonna have that. I don't have any more snacks. I ate my last ice cream sandwich mm-hmm. the other day. Mm. It was dairy. No. Oh, okay. It's like coconut milk. Ooh. I don't even. If I do eat dairy, it's only in my house because I know my toilet. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really eat a lot of dairy anymore. I've been okay. finding really good. Um, Whole Foods has really good. Um vegan cream cheese it's so fun good. really yes and i bought it by accident because i was buying it for the office oh <sighs> okay so we was having a meeting and i was like we need to eat during this meeting so i went nice. to get stuff and have you gotten into that non-dairy ben and jerry's no nah. that shit tastes like actual well that's not cream. in my neighborhood i probably have to order that when i order groceries right, it's not right, in my neighborhood right, right, right. I'm not going to be on a train with that from... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so that's, that's why fair. I have it's it. It's not good. But yeah. Anyway, that was just a list of things I care about. <laughs> okay? So... I didn't know what that. I was doing, but yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But yeah, try that vegan cream cheese. That's hopefully. what I care about. I can't remember the brand, but it was really good. Mm, it was like... It. Not like I was eating something fake. Yeah. yeah I think I'm going to go vegan again soon. Mm-hmm. I think I might... I might stick with it this time. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just playing. <laughs> I didn't believe you. I want. I want to. Though. All right. All right. All right. Enough. So, to things that you care about more than this. No, that's not true. I don't, <laughs> I don't care about this more than this. But it does have to do with the patriarchy uh-huh. and husband and men's <laughs> and protecting your man. The men's is ass mad now. All of that stuff. So I watched. I watched that Tyler Perry movie on Netflix. Why did you watch okay. that Okay, so anyone who knows me, everybody knows, <laughs> I like ridiculous shit. You do. Okay, I like ridiculous shit, yo. And I, I'm telling you, if people wasn't talking about if people wasn't talking about it on social, I would have never watched it. That's the thing, though, too, because people were watching it, which is fine, mm-hmm. and joking about it, but then, like, shitting on Tyler Perry. And I'm like, make a decision. Yes. <laughs> make a yes. fucking decision. Yes. Just shit on him, or you just know this is where we go for the ridiculous shit. Make a fucking decision. I was, like, looking at everybody's tweets. I was like, this actually looks like a good time. 
is <laughs> this is right up my alley. It's ridiculous. Wigs, it's plot holes. It's this is comedy. People drinking fake water. Yes. That whole that was hilarious. I was like, this is a good I time. I might watch it. I think that's I'm saving lots of movies for when I fly. Mm-hmm. That might be one of them. I don't know. That's so bad for whoever's sitting next to me. It's a lot. My so brother. I watched it and what I forgot. As I got all excited, well, first of all, I had to convince my partner to watch it with me because I couldn't do it alone. <laughs> yeah. So I That's did good. that labor. You should have support in that. Yes. Yeah. I convinced him that he was like, only because you said it's for like ridiculousness. Partner. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> while we're here, talk about men. Since we got time. My partner. I, I took my partner with me to a party with some college friends and I introduced him as my partner and everybody was confused. Dang. So that's the end of the story. <laughs> I'm still confused about their confusion, <laughs> but you know, what can I say? Okay. Anyway. So you watched it with your partner. So I watched it with my partner. I did the labor of convincing him to watch it. We watched it together. It was more ridiculous than any of you could convey on the internet. Wow. It is worse. The wigs are worse. The background folks are worse. The plot is worse. Everything is worse. It is worse. It's not even... I know that like Tyler Perry comes from like doing plays and stuff like that. It was a bad play. It was a bad Chitlin Circuit play. Well, supposedly he shot it in five days or some shit like that. You and me could shoot it in this room. <laughs> okay? And it would have less plot holes and better wigs from the Wig Crucifix studio than what we saw on that Well, screen. I've always felt that way about Tyler Perry, and I'm glad that more people are talking about it. Because right. I've always felt that way. I'm like, there is... Even, why? Right. <laughs> right. But I feel... My thing is, I feel like there's space for foolishness, right? There's space for it. I don't think... I never felt like, oh, he'll improve. He needs to get... You don't need to get better. If this is your lane, this is what people like, cool, do it. His wigs look like the fucking Instagram comedians. Like, it's the same wigs. And there's a market for that. (laughs) So, I didn't have a problem with any of that shit. But as I was watching, I was reminded of how much Tyler Perry hates black women. Right? And it's funny because I was also listening to a podcast today with men talking about how much he hates black men. I want everybody to know... He just hates black people, okay? <laughs> it's not gendered. He hates oh, black people God. and he writes very specifically gendered things, tailored hatred to each person in the fucking movie, right? And do I really think Tyler Perry hates black people? No. Not any more than the rest of you niggas hate black people. Yeah, not, That's what yeah, I'm saying. It's just the regular, Anti-blackness, the regular standard. The regular standard issue. Like, niggas hating niggas. Yeah. That's what it is. And so I'm going to speak from people he's, talking he's about- a bootstrap one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That was written all throughout, like, the movie or whatever. (laughs) That bootstrap shit was in there. I was homeless and lived in a car. You could do it, too. Like, that is not normal, motherfucker. I hate people say that. Okay? So, what bothered me most, because I was really trying to enjoy the bad wigs. I'm here for the good times. You wanted the comedy. I don't mind the bad wigs. I don't mind ashtray, bitch. I don't mind that. That's a quote. I don't mind it. I'm here for it. I saw that murder scene. What was that? I'm here for it. But I'm here for it, though. That was bad. I'm rooting for you, right? So I am someone. I'm rooting for all this foolishness. But I forgot how much he hates black women. So, and maybe it's just, like I said, he just, he's hateful. (laughs) It was the writing of, you know, in this film, she's an older woman. She meets a younger man. He turns into a monster, right? Okay. That's the premise. 
But it was so much conversation. Well, the dialogue that there was was so much about how like easy it is to discard older women and kind of how they should be discarded and their lives are not worth much if they don't have a man and you could see why older women would be so susceptible to a young man giving them attention because what else do they have to live for that's kind of how like the whole movie starts with what do old black women really have to live for and by old i mean what does any black woman over the age of 55 have to and live that's for gross, she should just die that's his fucking market right that's how it felt <laughs> like, it felt like that's his market if you are a black woman 55 and over and you are not married you should just die that's the tyler perry agenda. just die that is the tyler perry agenda just so die. he wants to brain fu- brainwash these women into thinking that so that these fucking homosexuals mm-hmm. who fucking live couch to couch they have mm-hmm. no place to live ashtray bitch right uh-huh. right exactly uh-huh. so that they can have a place to live so that they don't have to live in a car like he did when he was Ooh. struggling and shit okay that's I the thing it. like that's what you're trying to do so you're trying to condition these black women yes these yes. older black women yes. to feel yes. like they should just take whatever they could get mm. and then you're conditioning these young black men mm-hmm. to fucking take advantage of these older black women mm-hmm. and mistreat them and treat them horribly because mm-hmm. that's how he wants to solve the homeless problem of black men mm. that's the um because you go you that's the agenda it. that has to be it because i can't see any other reason why that <laughs> happened it just seemed like that's so why he's much trying to stop black men from living in cars yeah it sounded it seemed like so much like talking down on so many different populations of people prisoners <laughs> Okay, that woman was in jail, and the the lawyer is like, they're all liars, they're thieves. She don't take any any uh any of them to trial because she just pleads them out. Oh well, that sounds whatever. like that sounds like the justice system, though. It does. It does. <laughs> but the, she was a whole ass black woman. She was a whole ass black woman. It, it was just really. It was just. It was. Uh, I really just came there to laugh and be entertained, and I felt abused. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be 55. That's what happens. Should I just be prepared to die? (laughs) That's what happens to older black women. You just want to be amused and entertained and then you're abused. Right. It it was just such a bad message to send all of us that like, and we know, yes, I've heard his films are full of bad messaging, but like, just die. That's how I felt. Like, wow, if you are an old black woman... (laughs) If you're an older, What's and I, I, so I don't mean to keep saying old, but oh, it just, that, that's how, that's the message they sent too, which is even how they presented, um, what's her character? And I think that maybe that was a part of her character, but, um, Felicia Rashad's character. She was is, in that? Yes. Yes. Felicia. Yes. Felicia. We know that the Cosby residual tracks have dwindled. Let me say this. But Felicia. Let me say this. You are Felicia. If he wasn't so hateful about You have been on This Is Us. I can't. You are getting checks. You're right. Like, come on. Sister. I don't know. I I need to know. What was that amount? What was the money? If he wasn't paying. Well, he's not paying nobody else. He only pays the actors. He split that shit. Fucking. uh, He split 98% of that with him and Claire Huxtable. (laughs) And he gave 1%, I guess, to the rest of the team. (laughs) Okay, because you know he, he shot is the, the team. Himself, right? He shot it. He wrote it. No, but I gotta say, if it wasn't his so he hateful, held the boom mic. If he wasn't so hateful to black women, I'd be in a Tyler Perry movie. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Why not? What What do you have to lose? You know what I mean? He wrote the whole. Th- he wrote the thing. I think hair is not in the budget. That's their own hair. Mm. That's what I think has mm-hmm. to be the case. Because one mm-hmm. time I was at my mom's house, and it's some show called The Sisters on BET. Mm-hmm. That's my mom doesn't watch it. 
But I think she decided to watch it because we like to, we come from a family that loves to tear shit apart. Mm-hmm. So we were watching it and we was tearing the shit apart. And my mom's like, that's their hair. Like, not like their natural hair, but like, right. that's the hair. Their that, wigs that's that their wig. In. Like, that's yeah. from her beautician. Like, that's not even like, yeah. don't they know we have HD TVs now and high definition shit? I can see every fucking lace in your know. head. He sis. Care. What are you doing? Uh, I'm just saying. That's their own hair. I don't care about none of that. That's their own supply. I just don't want you to be telling people that if you are over 35 you should die <laughs> and that's what i feel like the messaging is like i wonder what happens you are old you're lonely you're divorced what else do you have to live for i don't know i wonder what happens like hundreds of years from now where like you know how people like i don't know they find tyler perry scripts and like what if they think it's like classical theater <laughs> uh i think a tyler perry script all of it sounds like it all sounds like a tragedy like in a shakespeare tragedy like they're Mm. all kind of like if you didn't see the visual of what that movie was maybe the script could be like some fucking Mm -hmm. shakespeare tragedy where someone is torn between blah 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 and everybody dies at the fucking end so like maybe in 200 years this would be like classical theater worthy shit because it doesn't sound too different from that well i will say that if that was like the outline for a script like it could have been a good movie if somebody else had did it mm-hmm. you know like yeah. if he had just given it to us so that we could shoot <laughs> it here in this room like right now you know oh gosh we could have did something with it but anyway yeah if you like ridiculous shit and are not afraid to be abused as a black woman um then watch it you know mm-hmm. but yeah. i, I found it i don't want to watch be, it now i, I thought it was gonna be, be fun abusive. and ridiculous yeah i forgot about that element of it i was like oh the, this wig shit all the you know the background actors all uh-huh. of that shit is fun yeah that's what i saw that fun stuff but i the... forgot i forgot how much he hates black women and black men and non-binary black people he, he hates black dogs black dogs black cats black gums <laughs> <laughs> black socks for us Whitaker's neck you know yeah he just doesn't like it <laughs> hates it so anyway so that, that was that uh, <laughs> you know save yourselves I guess uh, thanks for sharing thanks for the yeah. warning You're thanks welcome. for letting us know it just made me mad because I was rooting for him like I don't care how bad it's, it doesn't bother it doesn't bother me how bad his films yeah. are until I'm reminded that mm-hmm. oh wait this this is actually damaging <laughs> <laughs> the thing with him is you're, that you're hurting people. The thing with him is that everything is bad. So like, yeah. I am a person who is hard for me to get over bad acting and this and that. But I do like a really great story. So I'll mm-hmm. use Pose for example. When I watched that first episode in the first season, I was like, "This is some bad ass mm-hmm. acting. What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a just- mother. <laughs> <laughs> Every you just met these kids. I'm a mother. <laughs> Every mm-hmm. fucking hour, right? right? Not even hours, only hours show. But you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But the story, the, like the writing, I could tell all the other pieces, the visuals, the all of this stuff, this experience that you've given me, given me, right. made me get over whatever little time where I was like, this is not some cute acting. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even do that. You don't even give yeah. me a good story. You don't even give me something like to enjoy look, looking at. Like you mm-hmm. enjoy looking at the ridiculousness, mm-hmm. but then it got so abusive that you did not enjoy your, enjoy right, yourself right, anymore. Right, right, Could we right. enjoy what we're looking at? yeah if you do watch it watch it with a friend watch it with a partner so that you can look at a each tyler other. perry support person yes and you can look at each other and be like what the fuck if i didn't have that i don't know how i would have made it through you know never would have made it 
Yeah, yeah, Christians ran that song. That was a good song. That was a good song. That was a good song. That was. That was. We were just talking about Tyler Perry, so. That was a good song, though. I want to. Well, that's what Christianity is about: being downtrodden, being beaten down. I remember that time the Apollo was out, still on TV, and that was a song that everyone was like, "That and that Maxwell." Pray God you can coop. <laughs> Any man on Apollo would try to do those two songs to prove themselves. <laughs> oh, gosh. Damn okay. It. Those are the songs. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, good. You're right. You're right. You fucked that up. It's over for you. Yep. You did. Yep. Ooh, okay. Let's, let's read this this letter. <laughs> so you want to read this or you want me to read it you okay i can't all right you don't uh, mind right you don't mind right what You're no okay. no i don't okay, mind okay, cool. okay so do we give a warning before this how does this work <laughs> content warning for slurs against white people oh no because to me it's not to me it just makes me uncomfortable because i'm not around people who talk like this so it's like <laughs> You know what I mean? Not for the comfort of it's my comfort that right. is at stake. All right, so then y'all know now Queen has said how we feel about this. So let's just go. That's the warning. Yeah. That's my comfort warning. is at stake. Okay, that's the warning. All right. So here's a letter that we got, folks. <laughs> Dear Queen and Jay, me and my black ass grandpa were talking about white folks last night and their bullshit. Me too, girl. He was saying that white people are afraid of us and that he doesn't want to quote be the nigga that white folks are afraid of so i'm like yeah the honkies are skittish and that's because they're racist and they use this fear to dehumanize and justify killing us without any real provocation else than their hate-based fear he goes on to talk about black folks doing things that make the white people afraid and how he's lived to see black folks do some terrible things to undeserving white people first of all no such thing. Yeah, that's, that's my commentary. Huh? Yeah. Word. Okay. So my skin had already been crawling when he said he didn't want to be the type of nigga that white folks are afraid of. And so he's extra friendly to show them they have no reason to be afraid of him. It just sounds real, quote unquote, dance, monkey dance. I'll be your smiling Negro to me. But then I consider whether or not he did that for his safety. To give you some context, we live in pasty ass West Hempstead. Where is that? Is that Long Island? Yeah. Oh, okay. That is a. Why does this letter sound like it's coming from the the belly of the deep guttural South? Because that's Long Island. In the eighties. Because that's Long Island. Oh, that is Long Island. All right, my bad. I take it back. Sorry, I should know. I'm from the Bronx. I I know this about Long Island. Okay, my bad. Accurate. All right. So yeah, to give you some context, we live in pasty ass West Hempstead. We're on. We're one of the three black families on the block, and he's real dark-skinned. That's how this is spelled. I know. I, I feel you. Before that, 15 years ago, he lived in the pink houses with my grandma. Growing up with... Growing up... Shout out to East New York. Ow. Growing up, my grandpa lived in the projects and was tormented by white Italian people on a daily basis. I mean, terrorized, run-for-your-life type shit, quote-unquote, why is this nigger on my side of the street? So he come so he combated racism by giving in to anti-blackness on some level and shape-shifting into a smooth motherfucker. My grandma told me the other day that he used to perm his hair like every week 
He's been driving Cadillacs since 17 and stopped wearing sneakers and jeans at the same age. I'm actually starting to enjoy this letter. He always... I know. I'm like, wait, this isn't that bad. (laughs) I think you got to read it out loud to enjoy it. He always wears his hair slicked back and really fly suits and dress shoes. I'm not going to lie. My grandpa is pretty fly. I just can't tell him that because it'll go to his head. You don't want that youngster getting full of these uh, crazy ideas. (laughs) I feel you. Um, He befriended the white folks and lives by the laws of being a quote unquote respectable nigga. No do rag, no sneakers, no jeans, only suits with cufflinks. He loses on a daily basis. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, To be fair, though, I don't know. Well, I don't know. A lot. A lot of grandpas don't wear do rags. Yeah, that's what that's outside. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, because. All right. He used likability as a survival tactic, not revolutionary, but it did keep him alive. Um, and then they put that little emoji where, like, if you like got your hair done real cute, boop. That's what I call that emoji. You call it that? I use that boop. when I'm being like, mm. yeah, there text. it is. Okay. Right. Um, now I'm faced with coping with the anti-blackness in my home. Sounds like his home. that's just me um breaking down why he idolizes the mafia and other pasty no good motherfuckers over black culture and also trying to unlearn his standards of beauty because they do not include me or him for that matter and it fucks with my confidence sometimes this is one of many letters i'll be sending you about my grandpa I, have, I I don't know. I got to say, t- keep them coming. This I'm entertained. <laughs> I am entertained. I have to tell y'all about this nigga's misogyny slash misogynoir. There are a lot of reasons he ain't shit, but I love him. Said everyone who's ever loved a man. Love y'all. Thank you so much for this. Thanks so much. Okay. So I got to say, when we read this the first time, yeah, not out loud, loud it, was it, like... did, it did feel like a, I don't want to call it a hateful slur filled rant, but, but it no, felt I like don't... a hateful slur filled rant. Well, the first time you read it. Yeah. I was like, wait, now, what? Now Only I'm, because. Now not so much. Yeah. We do. <laughs> we do talk uh, in our personal lives and on the podcast about white supremacy and racism and like the negative shit that white folks do. But just as people, we don't often use some of the language that you used in this letter. And so not that I feel uncomfortable when people degrade or make a mockery of white folks, because that's a fun pastime. Yeah. But we do that here often. Actually. Yeah. But there is some language that i just don't personally use because personally i get more joy out of making a mockery of the shit that they do than um calling them, calling name. them names yeah. right but yeah. that doesn't mean that i think it's bad to um call him a honky right that's in a letter that's why i said that right right i don't even know where that slur me neither like where does that from, come from and i don't care to dedicate any time to find it out so <laughs> one of you could send it if you want and and honestly on my list of i guess the white sluts that i hear that one sounds like not powerful <laughs> like right you know what i mean so it's like what why are you saying that yeah That's all yeah. the things you can say i don't but know i also did not live in the deep dark southern belly of, of west long hempstead, island. hempstead yeah. long island mm-hmm. So, I don't know the things that you My dad seen. has lived there at periods. He wouldn't say honky. Mm. Yeah, your dad never said honky? No. Hmm. I imagine that your dad had. The, no. the dad white, that I've drawn up with dad yours says, says honky. White devil, cracker, mm-hmm. caveman, like those things mm-hmm. like that. Not honky. 
Mm-hmm. He uses the Nation of Islam slurs, not got it. Those <laughs> got it, got it. Not saying it's better. I'm just saying his brand of white slurs, right, are different. I think I've heard cracker. That's why honky honky is strange yeah. to me. I've heard cracker and my family. I will not designate who and which one. The way they say white, <laughs> you don't need no other word, yo. You don't need no other slur. Oh my gosh. They say white the way that black people, the way white folks say black and then like apologize. Like that's how some of my family says the word white. Like I'm like, I didn't realize that white was a racial slur, but the, all the flavor of oppression you put on. But these are people, these are people older than me. We've seen darkness and oppression, but we know that our elders have lived with it in ways that we cannot imagine yeah i'm thankful for a lot of my oppression to be a lot of most of it to be like systematically and not like the everyday personal right it happens but not as much as it did for my parents and my mm-hmm. grandparents on that everyday personal yeah it's just a different level. it's just a different experience yeah so you they say white different than i say white that's just <laughs> that's just how it is but that speaks to the point so yeah so that that i think when we were talking about like how we felt about this letter in the beginning it was just because some of the language I hate to say shocked us, but it's just we don't really talk like this. So yeah, that's what like, it was like, huh? What's yeah. that coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but now that I've read it out loud in the true way yeah, that, no. that your writing should be that's read, why I, but that's also why I wanted you to read it too, because uh-huh. I know you would do that. Right. I think I would have read it just <laughs> <laughs> like read it. I just want to say you are talented, <laughs> and I look forward to reading more of your writing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I want to say to you. So in this, yeah. I, I will. I did want to highlight the fact that, like, we did use what some would call racial slurs against um, white, white folks. Um, Those even exist, right? If that, and that's that's the question. That's kind of like why I wanted to point. I want to point out. I want to acknowledge that we are aware that to some people those are racial slurs against white people, and even though that's not something that we typically do, yeah. that's not something that we I typically like find joy in doing. Yeah. I understand why. Um, there are black people who are an oppressed group of people at the hands of white folks would be comfortable using that that language. language, Right. And it doesn't offend me. And we talked about how reading it, reading that letter kind of like it caught us off guard a little bit just Mm -hmm. because we don't typically talk Talk like like that. that. But we also don't see it to be like this um, horrible thing that needs to be stopped or padded or like. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I just feel like the power dynamic in this situation is such that I, in casual conversation, I don't think I need to police other black people oh. who are using language that I might not use to describe white people. Mm-hmm. But I don't see the need to police black people who are using language that I wouldn't necessarily use to describe yeah. white folks. But mm-hmm. I don't really believe that there are like racial slurs against white people. Mm-hmm. I do believe there can be racial slurs against different ethnic groups. groups right. So, whiteness, right. Okay. So you'll never hear me using any type of racial slur against like Irish people, Italian yeah, people uh-huh. or what, whatever, whatever specific yeah. region of Europe any person is from. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about the generic group of white people or if we're talking about whiteness yeah. in general Especially, i don't yeah in terms of like white supremacy right like i don't that, think that they're different. i don't think that slurs and and um i don't think slurs exist or carry harm you carry know what i'm saying harm, carry um 
yeah, they don't do the things that it does when it's upon right set to us because there's no power mm-hmm. with a person, a black person saying yeah. cracker. There's no power or oppression happening. There's hurt feelings, mm-hmm. but there's no oppression or power or uh, marginalization happen when someone calls a white person a cracker. Right. That's the power dynamics are completely different for that to even happen or exist mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. So your feelings might be hurt, but you still white and free. Rita. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also to our point about the elders, we're talking about like survival, right? So you, it sounds like you are offended, but trying to be a little bit understanding Standing, of your grandfather's yeah. experience mm-hmm. and why he might be trying to be accommodating to white folks. But yeah, just as a reminder, it probably made his life easier as somebody dealing with white people yeah. in West Hempstead, it probably was easier for him to be accommodating than to challenge the system. It was right. probably easier to him, easier for him to be a, what did you call, dance monkey dance, I'll be your smiling Negro, than for him to be challenging whiteness in ways that would make for a better story for us right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially so, in the deep south that is West Hempstead, Hempstead Long, Long Island. Island. Yeah. So that's some of my thinking. Yeah, some of my thinking is that if you think about East New York, like, I'm thinking about when I was a kid, I remember East New York being black, right? Mm -hmm. I know before that it was, like, Italian and black people came into the space. So now, right now, it's, like, predominantly black and, like, Dominicans, but those are black. But just Mm -hmm. to give context, it seems to me that this person lived in East New York, like, a very long time ago. So that means that sneakers weren't not a thing like that <laughs> like mm-hmm. i feel like he would have lived anywhere and chose to wear shoes and right. whatever because that is generally how men in quotations dressed at that time mm-hmm. like athletic wear and stuff like that didn't really become like a everyday thing until like the fucking 80s yeah you know so mm-hmm. i think that a lot of the stuff you're attaching to is respectability is not actually respectability but just like what fashion was at that time right. and how people dressed at that time and how right. people did their hair at that time like mm-hmm. i think you're making it like he just was like i'm not wearing sneakers or do rag or this mm-hmm. i'm not doing any of that because right. white and it's like a lot of that too was that's because what fashion was mm-hmm. at at that point mm-hmm. it wasn't all like i'm not wearing a do rag because this you know like, right. all of it wasn't that he didn't decide not to wear sneakers sneakers weren't that abundant thing mm-hmm. if you weren't like doing a sport it was really no need for a sneaker yeah back in the day that's not something that people just the way we wear sneakers now is not what they was doing back in the day when in East New York was full of Italians because that was mm-hmm. a very, very long time ago. Right. So, like, I think that some of the things that you're attaching to respectability are not actually that. They are kind of sign of just the sign of the times and what fashion was then. People, like, what we would consider dress up, they did that mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than we do now. It was very regular for a motherfucker to be wearing hard-bottom shoes and slacks on some regular everyday Tuesday right. standing on a block shit. Mm-hmm than it is now that was just the way the time was that is just how people dress so i think that you should kind of separate that shit because all of that is not that mm-hmm. and then a cadillac is a fucking fly ass car <laughs> like it's a fly ass car it's a big ass back seat you know you get it bumping in the back and all of that shit it wasn't just idolizing the times he got that he probably got mad pussy with that mm-hmm. car with that Cadillac yep. at seventeen, what? Yep. Did you see a backseat of a Cadillac? You could get things. Those popping. cars were big, big yeah. as fuck. Mm-hmm. Shit, true. You you are alive because he has that Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> 
real talk if you really want to talk about it yeah so yeah i think some of those things you should like not attach like i get Mm -hmm. there are there are lots of respectability survival respectability politics there i think it's important to say that those are survival things uh but some of the stuff that you're like saying Mm -hmm. all those things are are not uh, i would imagine that he would be wearing hard bottom shoes Mm -hmm. since he was 17 right right and also leave that nigga alone (laughs) (laughs) okay Leave your grandfather alone. All right, he lived his life. Is he? Is he? Is he? I guess at a certain point, all of us, you know, you look at the black folks in your life, your loved ones, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Is my granddaddy a coon?" That these are important questions. <laughs> so I understand the question, right? And then after you have the answer, leave that nigga alone. Okay, yeah. he's old. He did his time. All right, he's got a house that you're living in. <laughs> okay (laughs) leave him alone i honestly i think that property taxes in long island is high yeah he's like Mm living like and they've been on that house they've been on that block yeah they survived yes survive anyway uh, (laughs) (laughs) but i i feel like it's okay to challenge our elders so i think it's okay to like Mm -hmm. have these conversations but i don't think we should be coming from a place of judgment because we don't know what the fuck they had to deal with you don't we don't know you don't and so i think especially in in a modern context it's okay to challenge like some of their thinking on things that are happening present day yeah but i feel like it's not fair for us to go back and question okay well how did you deal with this and And why did you do this that that way or whatever but i think present day it's okay to say oh well you know right now this that or whatever oh i know that you know it's interesting that you say that because this kind of thinking or whatever like my mom is not fully abreast to um uh like gender differences or like anything that's like non-traditional or like transness or whatever but my mom is also not a hateful person and so we can have a conversation about okay well this is actually like what this means or this is why this is not appropriate or this. I can have those conversations with her. Um, But it's, it's just, we have to be understanding, I think of the time in which these people like came to be. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, think about like a Malcolm X or think about like a Martin Luther King, like they had to still look like we don't, we don't question how they felt they had to look. Right. You know, like, we would never do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would we do this to other elders who were of that same time? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we would never fucking ask Malcolm X as, in quotations, gangster as we s- felt he was, why he felt he had to always wear a suit and be clean cut mm-hmm. and da 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 and do all of these things, things to appeal. Even though he sweared he didn't care about whiteness, right. that was still shit that was being done to appease whiteness so mm-hmm. you could be heard and you these things you said you have to do. Mm-hmm. So we don't question that when these other elders... Um, people in the civil rights movement, black liberation movement, when they did those things. So like, mm-hmm. why are we bothering our grandparents right. about how they looked during that same period of time and mm-hmm. why they still look the way they look now? And let's not pretend that Malcolm Little did not change the way that he spoke 
when he when was he, giving yes, his speeches, exactly. Malcolm Little definitely code switched as Malcolm yes. X when he was sitting on them white man's television shows yep. and speaking and stuff like that. I highly doubt that he, he was, was talking the, the same, same jive thing. that he was talking when he was running the streets definitely as Malcolm not. Little with Detroit Red and all the definitely other Red, not. Chicago Red definitely and all the other not. Reds. That the he Nation of the Islam weren't even the Nation of Islam is like respectable in that way. Right. So like n- no. Right. No. Even right. as gangsta as whatever we want to you know assigned to him mm-hmm. there's still a lot of respectability there and we never ever 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 question it so like yeah leave your grandfather alone leave that nigga alone right? yeah so i think that we should just just be i think understanding of the elders that doesn't mean like being forgiven forgiving of their bigotry or forgiving of yeah you know like yeah because all this stuff sounds singular sounds not singular but it sounds like very contained like mm-hmm. it sounds like I guess eternalized. Yeah, it sounds like he's like, not hurting nobody. Stop. Yeah, exactly. You like, know, but but again, is you, he making you perm your hair? Does he right. tell you to stop wearing sneakers? Right, 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 right. Is, is he like telling you to take off your do rag? Yeah, because that that those things are worth conversation. Yes. If he's saying that you should like shrink yourself, I think that's worth conversation. But it's easier to have these conversations when we realize that our elders ride on the black guy who tips says this a lot too. That like they love us. Like when they're suggesting that we do these things yeah. that are anti-black, like mm-hmm. for our protection and stuff like that, they're suggesting these things because they love us. Love us, even though it's like misguided or yeah. things that do not fit the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that if we keep that in mind in our response to some of this, like if if you're father is suggesting that you shrink yourself to appease white folks i think that there's a way to have that conversation um and explain to him why that's not something you're comfortable with or feel you need to do and that you welcome the challenges that may come with not appeasing white folks because it's like like you said they love you but they're using the tools that they use so just say hey you know we're using different tools now Mm -hmm. you know it's different things we're doing Mm -hmm. and then you know it's okay to have that right 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 and and you're a part of his intergenerational experience so he's talking to you from one generation and you're teaching him from another generation in the same way in the same ways in which he teaches you things from his generation and that constant like intergenerational like learning from each other that is mad motherfucking important because you don't want to be a stagnant ass nigga that doesn't understand what partner means (laughs) it's dangerous for you no, we've we've done an episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have done an episode. We have done an episode. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I did too. It was good. It was that good. was fun. That was fun. Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ. We are also on Facebook and Tumblr to search for T with Queen and J there. Visit our website, T with Queen and J.com. We have lots of shit going on there. Send us T mail by emailing us at T with Queen and J at Gmail dot come remember to donate um we are trying to get some money so we can go to pod fast and so that we can fund pod and laugh you know we want to keep these things free so you know if you got the guap and the access to allow other people to come in for free you know Mm -hmm. give us the loop give us the loop that's right yeah mm-hmm. all right at the end of every episode we shout out our some of our favorite and um important hashtags that we hold dear near and dear. that's right all black lives matter stop killing trans women say her name maybe he doesn't hit you disability too white Why i stay black lives matter you okay sis black panther so lit hashtag t with qj hashtag pod in and a whole uprising Marsha's Plate. Sexually Liberated Woman. Unpack BG. 
Bag Ladies, Queer Walk, Queer Walk Pod, Miss Vixen, ALJ Podcast, or <laughs> hashtag Juju Bay. <laughs> um, Four C Forever, mm-hmm. Natural Hair, BX All Day, BX ow, Stands Up, ow. hashtag Ow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima with engineering support from a black girl named Sam. T with Queen and J. We turn out responsibly. Ow. 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 Are you doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. I hope you have a good day. Hope you have a better week. Mm, I hope your month is full of successful days and a lot of great ventures. I hope you just come up, brother. I hope your whole fucking year is spectacular. Oh, you hope my year is spectacular? Yeah. You got something you want to say to me? You got something you want to say? You smell great. You smell great. What is that? Burberry. What you got on? Mm, I forgot. It smells expensive. It's just deodorant. Okay. Yeah. Good. We good. smelling good. Some smelling, smelling good brothers yeah, out here. You, you are awesome, man, and I appreciate yeah. you. Help you find yourself. Yeah, too. we should go out. Get drinks. Don't get drinks? Yeah. Mm, how yeah. many drinks? Two, three, three, four, five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All of them. On me? It's on me. No, it's on me it's now. On you? Yeah, it's on, on me now. It's on you. Yeah, it's on yeah. me. You got yeah.